Hi, my name is Darren Joseph from HVJ.tax, and today I'm talking to you from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. We've had an office here since towards the end of 2020, so just over a couple of years now. I'm recording this at the end of 2022. So Dubai really came into so this is, you know, at least my perspective, it's always been there. It has never been uh, considered uh, at least, again, anecdotally, I, I'm not quoting any facts here. Just, just the perception is that it's not. It's never been like a top tier financial center. The very top of the the pyramid, I guess, would be London and New York, and I guess a second tier financial center would be Hong Kong, Singapore. So I think perhaps it would have been a, a third or fourth tier financial center. But it really came into its own during the, the recent lockdowns. When for a while it was like the only international city that, whose borders were open. And of course, with the recent uh, troubles in Ukraine and in Russia, we've had we've seen an influx of, of nationals, uh, entrepreneurs, and business people from from that part of the world moving in moving into the Emirates. So obviously, the geopolitical implications there, which are it's beyond the scope of what we're discussing here today. So lots of people they're coming here, they're attracted by a number of factors, including taxes, uh, ease of getting talent in, uh, great infrastructure, law and order, whatever they want to set up. Uh, a, a, you know, set up their business. They want themselves to relocate to the United Arab Emirates in general and Dubai in particular. How do you do that? Because everyone wants to start a free zone company, but uh, they're probably, depending on how you count it, over 40 free zone companies, over 40 free zone companies across the seven Emirates. How do you know which one is the best for you? How do you know which fits with your business model? So I can tell you what, yeah, again, this is just purely anecdotal. You can comment below and, and give me your perception and give me your experience. But at least within our ecosystem, people tend to look at, all right, who's the best influencer? Who has more followers? And if that person or that channel or that platform or that whatever, they have more followers, then I'm going to put, I'm going to trust my entire business life into this this personality who may, may not be qualified to, to make that recommendation but i'm just going to follow whatever they say because they have a lot of followers so the strength of the influencer the second way in which people make a decision as to which of the 40 or so free zones that they're going to set up their company and perhaps you know set the foundation for the rest of their financial life is the coolest website <laughs> so you know which website has you know more pictures which has more uh referrals or recommendations or so-called reviews and i'm going to entrust the rest of my financial life and that of my business and my employees because of this website so that's the second thing the website and the third thing is the lowest price i i this is you know serious that it, to me when you look at financial solutions and you are purely looking at the, the lowest price that has the same mindset to me as someone looking for the cheapest parachute I just want the cheapest parachute. Show me. <laughs> it really doesn't matter to me. Just using price, it just seems to be very, very fraught with potential issues. So whether you're looking at the influencers, the websites, or the lowest price, uh, that's okay. You know, everyone, it's it's a free market and people make the decisions that fit with them and, and their families and their businesses and their employees and their stakeholders. But I'm here to present an alternative point of view. I want to present three alternative ways of deciding which of the free zones in the Emirates that you would want to, you know, to have a look at. Uh, again, HEG.tax, we have over 2,000 articles, all free of charge on our website, HEG.tax, as well as on our YouTube and our podcast various podcast channels we have probably over a thousand videos of podcasts on various issues of international tax we try to demystify it and help people understand what are the key factors they need to consider in making an informed choice together with their preferred advisors so three things to consider one 
the location of the free zone. I know that and everyone knows that you're not tied to a given free zone. You don't have to live there. But under certain circumstances, you may not be able to open an office or to lease office space in a free zone other than the one in which you have incorporated. Of course, the exceptions and the whatever, but generally speaking, you may be limited to, if it is that you need a physical office, many people work remotely, they work from home, they work from their condos, they work from their, from their large homes, whatever you want. But if it is you need a physical office where you're going to meet clients, where you have all the employees come together at least once in a while, if you have a hybrid system, bear in mind that depending on which free zone you choose, you may be limited in offices to offices within that free zone. So that's number one. Number two, keep in mind the issue with residence permits. You need an Emirati ID, you need a resident permit to not just reside in, in the Emirates, but to get stuff done, like utilities, open bank accounts, just, just everything from day-to-day -day life. The Emirate ID is an important part of your daily living. And to be here legally, you'll probably need to have one. And depending on which free zone you have chosen, it, the, the, the default incorporation package comes with a certain number of Emirati IDs or a certain number of residence permits. So it could be one permit, it could be two, it could be three, it could be whatever it is. So again, depending on how many you need, bear in mind that it would vary potentially by free zone. And of course, the, you know, of course, there are ways to have coping with that. You can pay additional fees for additional uh, Emirati IDs, additional residence permits. But sometimes, obviously, that has financial implications, but it also has logistical implications as well. Because whereas ordinarily, you can perhaps uh, incorporate a company and you can work remotely, you can work from your condo. If it is you have a certain number of residence permits, if you're above a certain threshold, depending on the free zone, you may be legally required to have a physical office. And of course, sometimes you can have a virtual office, but under certain circumstances, you may be legally required to have a dedicated office space, not just some shared hard desking or whatever within, uh, I don't call anybody's name, but one of the uh, many virtual office, uh, you know, cool, cool working spaces, you may be re legally required to have dedicated space. So keep that in mind, have a look. So keep in mind the location of your physical office and the terms and conditions around the residence permits. Last but definitely not least is the fact that each free zone potentially is a different legal jurisdiction. So you can loosely think about it. And again, I'm, I know I'm being incredibly reductionist, but I'm just using it to illustrate the point. Just like in the US, you have different states and territories in which you can form an LLC, but to do, you know, the, the terms and conditions or the, the rules, the regulations and the legislation uh, around uh, an LLC, let's say in Delaware, being subject to the laws of the state of Delaware and the chance record there may be different from, let's say, Wyoming or Florida. They're different legal jurisdictions. And if there's a dispute in one jurisdiction, you need someone who is qualified and able to represent your interests in Delaware, and that person may not be able to do so in Florida. You may need someone else who's qualified and has the ability to appear before the court of law in arguing a case in Florida as opposed to Delaware. So they're different legal jurisdictions. I mean, they're closely related, but they're very distinct. In the Emirates, it is possible that the jurisdictions that you may be looking at, the free zones that you may be looking at, have very different legal frameworks. And yes, they, they tend to be common law. Yes, they tend to be loosely based on English common law. So for those from the US or the UK, it's vaguely familiar, but they are different. So generally speaking, someone who may be able to represent you in legal proceedings in the DIFC may not be able to do so in, in the World Trade Center or in some one of the other free zones. So 
each one is a different legislative framework. And again, I'm just being very Dutch and very general. You want to speak to your advisor to get a deeper dive into that. This has implications because depending on the nature of your business activity, it may be allowed in one and may not be allowed in another. And perhaps, yeah, perhaps it's the same business activities allowed in more than one jurisdiction, but one jurisdiction may have rules that are more favorable to that business activity that may protect you as an investor, you as the ultimate beneficial owner of a structure. It may be to your benefit to look at one free zone over the other, depending on your structure. So three things. One, physical location. We spoke about terms and conditions around residence permits last, but definitely not least, the nature of your business activity. Make sure it's the right fit for the free zone in which you're considering. And once you once you really begin to factor in stuff like that, perhaps you would be willing to revisit the assumption that it's a fascist website, the the number of followers, because a lot of these promoters, because they're promoters, they're not they're not legal professionals, they're not accountants, they're not lawyers, they're not tax advisors. They are promoters tied to a given jurisdiction, and no matter what you tell them, their solution will be the one or the ones, perhaps it's a few, that are tied to them financially. And, you know, the rules in the Emirates aren't such, generally speaking, that you're required to disclose the nature of the financial relationship between yourself as a promoter and the free zone that you're trying to promote. So keep that in mind. Get financial advice from people who are qualified, willing, and not particularly tied to any one solution. And, and of course, this means that this all has financial implications. You're going to have to perhaps pay more, but it, sometimes it makes sense to pay more to prevent a problem than it is to solve a problem. My name is Darren Joseph from HTD.tax. See you next time. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.